Hello everyone, Blue here at Particle Measuring Systems. Today we are discussing airflow visualization studies and the impact on sterility assurance from the Annex 1 perspective. To discuss this topic, my guest is Luca Calisi. He's a doctor in biological sciences with experience in pharmaceutical microbiology. Luca is an advisory specialist from the Global Sterility Assurance Team. And at PMS, his role as an advisor allowed him to work closely with many pharmaceutical companies and OEMs around the world, becoming a quality risk management expert with the ability to create and use dif different QRM tools for contamination and process management. With his team, Luca works on contamination control strategies, cleaning and disinfection, developing risk assessments for environmental monitoring and other sterility assurance consultancy services. Hello, Luca, how are you doing? I'm fine, how are you, Blue? I'm really great. So my first question for you is, we know that airflow visualizations are very important during the qualification um, phases of clean rooms uh, or clean air, air equipment. Can you explain which types of air visualization studies are most commonly used and what are their differences? So uh, I studied in the, I studied in the section 4.25 of Annex 1, the airflow visualization studies uh, are, is one of the qualification requirements described in Annex 15. So in order to be able to intervene in design of the clean rooms uh, or clean air equipment in time, it is also possible to predict the airflow patterns uh, through the use of CFDs. CFDs are computational fluid dynamic studies. And the objective of uh, CFDs is to gain uh, highly detailed results uh, with regard to the time and also the space, uh, and thus detailed information about the flow fields. Through the use of the, these tests, uh, it is possible to determine the air speed and also the pressure distribution in the work area and verify also the flow in a, in a qualified design phase in which the design of the filling lines can be still modified. However, the smoke studies uh, is the most frequently used uh, by pharmaceutical companies uh, to conduct uh, uh, air visualization studies. So this type of study is performed during the initial qualification of the, of the clean room or the, um, the filling lines. And it must be repeated if there are changes in uh, validated condition that could impact the airflow. For example, changes in the process or interventions or uh, equipment design or, for example, if some regulations change. Through a risk-based approach, it is also possible to define a periodic frequency of retesting. And uh, it's very important to say that studies uh, should be conducted both uh, in operational and also in at rest, considering that the outcome of the two studies is different. So studies at rest are uh, intended to prove that the airflow in the gray day areas is unidirectional and always flow to the areas with a lower level of cleanliness. So there are also important for verifying that the airflow properly invests critical surfaces without risky backflows. The studies in operational are intended to prove that under operating conditions there are no equipment or personnel uh, performing a septic intervention that will disrupt the unidirectional airflow directed toward critical areas where critical surfaces, critical materials, uh, and all products are exposed. So 
these type of studies uh, are very important in assessing the impact of the process operations. Okay, so what are the requirements uh, for the correct execution of smoke studies? So smoke studies have specific requirements that must be met. For sure, the installation of smoke feeders must be um, pro must provide a proper visualization of the airflow. For this reason, it's very important that the smoke feeders are positioned at 90 degrees to the unidirectional airflow. Uh, the use also of flexible hoses, for example, with, an ex with extensions allows uh, larger areas to be covered by starting the, the smoke release directly from the point where the air flows uh, out of the filter. Also, uh, smoke generation must be enough not to make any uh, air turbulence clearly visible and display the direction of the air. At the same time, uh, the smoke generation should not be so intense uh, as to excessively reduce the visibility of the area during the recording. Recordings uh, also should be performed uh, with an HD camera, and if it's necessary, with also multiple cameras in different perspectives of the, of the filling line or the clean room. And the videos should clearly show the activities conducted by the operator, as well as the impact uh, of these activities on the airflow. And this means positioning the cameras at the right angle to the activities being conducted. To, in order to succeed in this, it's often necessary to use black backgrounds, for example, to create appropriate contrast and additional light resources. If there are areas uh, divided, by, divided by curtains or barrier systems, uh, it may be necessary to film from the inside of those areas as well as from the outside. Going into details of filming, uh, let me say a good camera, a camera cameraman is not enough. Uh, the video director must be one or more figures with a strong knowledge of the process and an expert in sterility assurance. The presence of an, an, an experienced team during the execution of the recording for the smoke studies can lead to great time and also cost savings, preventing to repeat you know, the video after the activities are completed. One of the most common mistakes is to film only part of the activities and uh, of, uh, related to the process. And filming should take as long as necessary you know, to fully record the simulated activities, including activities as setup, as monitoring, the material transfer, or the personal flow. Got it. So we talked about um, the execution, but how should smoke studies be documented? So all activities that are performed during the study must be properly documented and video recordings showing the activity performed must be available in addition to the protocol of obviously of the study and also the execution report. Uh, the responsibilities of the for the executions and the review of the documentation should be accurately described and all the necessary materials used for the for the activities equipment uh, and also the acceptance criteria must also be reported inside the documentation this document should include a master list of all the operations to be simulated as well as an, an accurate description of the process and the area that is impacted by the, the study as we said um, the results of the study should be recorded uh, within a report where the outcome will be discussed. And if the acceptance criteria are not met, 
it is essential to perform an investigation to identify the root cause and define the, the correct CAPA plan. Some CAPAs with a low impact are, for example, changes in operating procedures or the introductions of tools during the adaptive manipulations. But in worst cases, a change of, for example, of the clean room or the filling line can be necessary. Okay. So how can air visualization studies have an impact on the design of the environmental monitoring plan? So the, the new Annex 1 specified that it must be verified that monitoring systems and also the related activities do not have a negative impact on the airflows through air visualization studies. This means that those studies must be conducted with a system installed and also all monitoring activities must be simulated during the recording. At the same time, the outcome of the air visualization studies should be considered when establishing a monitoring uh, plan. So how can I assess the outcome of the air visualization studies prior to the definition of the monitoring locations and at the same time assess the impact of the systems on airflows? So a common question from the customer is, do I have to repeat the studies twice before and after the installation of the monitoring systems? And the simple answer is yes, but it is definitely not the, the easiest choice to implement. No? So CFDs, as we said at the start of this discussion, can be a very useful tool for predicting the airflows and conducting an initial analysis prior, prior to the physical installation of the systems. But what is, what is the outcome of the air visualization studies that a customer should consider, a pharmaceutical company should consider when establishing the, the monitoring plan? For sure, there are several aspects to, to consider. The presence of air turbulence can facilitate the transfer of contaminants in the area. In fact, contaminants present on surfaces that are marginal to the process can be transported to critical areas due to turbulent air motions. In addition, also an in-depth analysis of the air visualization studies, especially uh, in operation air visualization studies, can also highlight other risky situations. For example, a possible entry of air from a dirtier to a cleaner area, or scenarios where the same air flows first over the operator's garment and then afterwards over the uh, critical surfaces of the filling line, where action cannot be taken by changing the design of the clean room or the clean air equipment, uh, or where the problem cannot be solved by changing the procedure, the operational procedures. Monitoring can be one of the risk mitigation tools to be adapted. It follows that in our risk assessment for the definition of the monitoring plan and also for uh, the definition of the monitoring positions of the personnel uh, gone, air visualization studies are a key parameter to be considered. An example, for example, will, uh, will be a process where the operators actively are involved near or inside directly the critical area. And in this case, urbanization studies can help us to identify which area of the sterile zone should be monitored following each intervention. Okay, so quoting Annex 1, a review of airflow visualization studies should be considered as part of the training program. How should this sentence be interpreted? 
So uh, one of the great advantages of air visualization studies is to make visible the impact of production activities on airflow. So what makes training of any kind effective is precisely the visualization of the impact of one's behavior. So in sterility assurance, speaking on the microscopic, it's not always easy you know, to increase the sensitivity of the operators involved in the processes, especially if their level of knowledge on the subject is not very high. This is precisely uh, what in the new Annex 1 is written, what the new Annex 1 requires, considering that the review, considering the review of the air visualization studies uh, as part of the personal training and personal qualification. Got it. So in conclusion, can we say that these studies should be considered in the contamination control strategy document? For sure, performing air visualization studies is one of the key steps in building a contamination control strategy. And this is because the knowledge of the process also passes through the execution of this activity. Uh, but not only that, in the Annex, the Annex 1 tells us very clearly that the training and the qualification, as we said before, of the personnel are also key aspects to be evaluated in our contamination control strategy. And during the drafting of our document, our contamination control strategy, the use of the recordings of the air visualization studies performed is part of the material that must be reviewed you know, to highlight any gaps, any possible gaps in the, in the process. Similarly, the correct execution also of these smoke studies can be important, an important mitigation tool for some potential risks, especially for potential risks related to activities that require operations handling. Let me give you some example, uh, setup of sterilizing filters or uh, setup of sterile machine components and also the exposure uh, to the critical areas. It is therefore uh, a good practice uh, define internal guidelines for the correct execution of the studies and to repeat them if the need is highlighted at the end of the drafting of the contamination control strategy. Wonderful. Luca, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you too. Bye, Blue. Bye.